0: The late 80s. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the podcast Pat Trek. My continuing mission, to introduce my friend Patrick to the best show that ever ran on television. And to boldly go where millions of white guys with glasses have gone before. (laughs)
1: Hello and welcome to Pat Trek. This is the show where my friend Pat O'Rourke introduces me, Patrick Winniger, to Star Trek: The Next Generation, a show that I've never seen, and I have seen a ton of times. And Patrick, this is a phenomenal episode. Cue who? Yeah, I have the hardest time saying this one. Why? That's I not don't a know. Hard thing to say, man. Hume. You tried to say Q whom? <laughs> That's not even grammatically correct, man. Is it? I don't, I don't know. think so. I, do. I don't really know when to use whom. But Neither do I. Maybe, Q-whom sounds dumb. Maybe our guest, Chris Geiger, knows. When do you use whom? Uh, Q-whos. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I really don't understand why it's so hard to say that. q who? q can See, it's hard. No, it's- I have a hard time saying Q-who. Just know I am not saying
0: the title of this episode right, for the rest I'll, of the... I'll do it for <laughs> you then. Thank you so you just much. You prompt him every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, welcome back. Yeah, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, I have to be on every episode where you introduce a new important species. Oh, well, yeah. So was I was the on, last one? I was on the one with the Ferengi. So, oh, that's right. The so I've been, on, so I've been Which, on the Ferengi. I've been on the Borg now,
1: so I've I've seen. Yeah, I, Pat hated the battle. I hate the battle. No, it wasn't the battle that the Ferengi show up first. It's the one where that they had like wet noodles that yeah, were laser yeah 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 ah yes. Yeah. Armin Shimerman is yeah. uh, one of those Ferengi <laughs> though. True,
0: they act like total goobers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he says in it, it was just nothing but bad acting. <laughs> yeah, but Chris, you you specifically requested this episode. Q
0: who? Q who? Q Yeah, yeah, I did because I love this episode. This episode's dope. It's, it's amazing. Like, it's a great episode. I, 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 mean, I'm sure we'll get into it more. But I think, uh, and other people have said this is. I think this is where Star Trek starts. So I reach out to people on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, to tell us what they think, and I heard that there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's just an excellent episode. The Borg are great it really puts the federation to the test it says a lot about you to say the borg are great yeah you cool. are an internet troll <laughs> i'm an internet bad boy <laughs> <laughs> i really only troll patrick Winnegar. <laughs>
1: like, yeah I don't you do re- and i find uh whenever i tag him <laughs> i don't know if it's trolling like no, i kind of ask for it it's also
0: true <laughs> it's just like P- Winnegar and i've known each other for fucking ever yeah right? uh, yeah Excuse yeah me. yeah since uh, like 2004 yeah mm-hmm. we've known each other forever so like this is just us our natural yeah. our natural state is combative
1: <laughs> yeah it's not mean this online yeah. you know that i say yeah you break just it. say you're
0: going to murder him yeah.
1: yeah. yeah yeah that's all right yeah. but i don't <laughs> Murder's good,
0: man. In, in, college, in college, our powers <laughs> used to combine for pranks on other people, and now yeah. we, just, we have no
1: other outlet but each other. Right, so. yeah. And it's online, so it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm an internet
0: bad boy. I'm not a real Cyberbullying isn't real, y'all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a real life good boy. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> I would say that that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a real life nice boy, and then online, it's just like gloves are on, shades yeah. on, <laughs> leather jacket on. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of leather jackets, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have hell a fun yeah, fact for this episode. All right. Do you remember the Neutral Zone? I do. you remember that episode? I Where do remember Romulan that. Where those Romulan bases yep. suddenly disappeared? Yeah. That was the very first hint at the Borg. And they were supposed to show oh, up. Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what the hell was going on. Exactly. And the Romulans didn't know either. Nope. Right, And that, that's what was going on. Yeah, and because oh, of the writer's shit, strike, the whole Borg thing
0: got all screwed up. But that was the original incarnation of the Borg. They brought that up in the episode.
1: Yes. Yeah, that those bases appeared. Yeah, I'm not going to say <laughs> it because I'm going to screw yeah, it up. But they did. They were like, this is just like what we saw in the neutral zone. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. And
0: in their original manifestation, there were insects. Insects. Insects.
1: Insects. 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 Insectoids. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, I, I'm going to guess that cost too much. Way too much money. <laughs> Yeah. It was easier to go to Radio Shack. This is not the first time that this happened. Right, where they want insects they and they wanted, can't make it. Yeah, insects yeah. and they couldn't.
0: Yeah. It's kind of weird cuz it's like the the insect doesn't make sense for the Borg in totality anyway. Like I couldn't imagine them as insects, like especially with them being technological like I kind of could like the, the, the way line, the, the yeah. way
1: that they're thing works. They're kind of like ants yeah. or bees or something. But I
0: kind of end up liking them as these sort of Cronenberg sort of, you know, yeah, like cobble. Like Hellraiser yeah, sort of things. Yeah, yeah. Like I like them way better than if they were like some sort of like scarabs or some shit. Yeah, you know, Oh, like, I love them. I mean, they're definitely my favorite bad guys in the Star, in the Star Trek universe. They're, oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. Hot take. Yeah, they're my favorite bad guys. They are relentless and they go against everything. The Federation can't stop them in the way Federation does. Yeah, like it's it, true. It, it, it basically turns the Federation on its head. Every time they encounter them, mm-hmm. I mean, you see it throughout this episode. We peacefully coexist with people. We talk to them. You know, even the Romulans and the Klingons and stuff, the Ferengi. We can talk them down. We can we can work with them. Borg don't care. Mm-mm. They don't care. So they're incredible enemies for the Federation because the Federation just doesn't know how to handle it.
1: And that's what makes this episode so strong. It's
0: so great. Yeah.
1: We'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so before we get into that, Patrick's log. This is May eighth, nineteen eighty nine. Is when this episode came out. This is just a little, a little fun thing. Nothing horrible of what's going on in the rest of the world. You know, normally we talk about terrible shit. Uh, Tiananmen Square is happening right now. That's still going on. Last week, Donald Trump took out an ad in the New York Times saying that the Central Park Five should be executed. That all right? That already happened. Uh, those guys got out of jail. But now, a little fun fact: the White Sox are building the new Comiskey Park. Uh, go That's go great. White Sox! Go White Sox! Yeah. Uh, guaranteed rate. So <laughs> yeah, now at this time, <laughs> oh. at this time last year, got a guaranteed year, rate on that. Hey man, shut up! Uh, it's called the arrow. Yeah, that right. arrow is ridiculous. It's, I, it's a down.
0: It's a downer. I mean, like, no, it on points
1: the side of the stadium. It points to where you will have a good time with your friends <laughs> and family. It is not at all illustrative. No, of like it's the, not. It doesn't of the Sox. No, Sox. <laughs> they're gonna trade Sale for like. The best offensive players, yeah. and they're going to be a good team next year. Please, yeah, yeah, please. please. But I right can't now, deal Cubs fans anymore? It's hey, been relentless. What do you mean? I know, I'm a great, Jesus I'm Christ,
0: person. This is Cubs chat now. Okay, <laughs> just Cubs real quick. Socks chat. Socks chat. We had to make this video at this agency I'm working at. Yeah, and it was 100 percent Cubs themes. Put on a Cubs right. hat. Put on a jersey. Perfect. And I was like, I'm not putting any of this. Absolutely on. not. I'm like, I'm not putting this on. And they're like, why not? And I was, and I was like. If my father sees me in all this <laughs> gear, they'll mm-hmm. disown me. And if my brothers see me in it, they'll beat the shit out of me. And then your friend Chris Geiger sees it and he's like, that is my new best friend. Well, no, oh. you'd be like, sell <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I would I would retweet that like every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anytime we talk anytime. about Sox Cubs. Yeah,
0: anytime I would yeah. retweet that. Yeah. But
1: at, at this point, there were so at in nineteen eighty eight, they threatened to move to St. Petersburg, Florida, if they didn't get so this is before Tampa Bay had a team. And oh they right. were, The Sox were going to be the Tampa Bay team, and they kind of like cheated the city out of this like shitty tax deal we definitely should be paying for. <laughs> we still are, and that's how they had the new Comiskey Park. Oh, I uh, didn't know it that it wasn't known as uh, U.S. Cellular. Uh, I think until like two thousand three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at this point, it was still called Comiskey. It was just literally across the street, right? in the old, old parking one, lot. Right. yeah, in the old parking lot, and now where the parking lot of the Arrow is is uh, where the old Comiskey Park. Wait,
0: is the Arrow the official name?
1: No, oh, that's no. just what I saw people calling it on Twitter because they don't want to call it guaranteed rate field. <laughs> just call it Sox Park. Like
0: I just I, call it Sox Park. I, I always have. Park. I just yeah. got
1: used to calling it the Cell, so I'm sticking right. with that for a while.
0: I, I mean, it is. This is why you should never sell the name, naming rights to your, your state. Well, it's like you know? So, or if you do, just hold on. Just who gives a shit? Like, yeah, it doesn't it matter. I'm a guy in Wrigley Field. Hey, well, but I mean, it, that's Wrigley like gum, a, that's a hello? Chicago institution. I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, but they owned the they owned the team. Like, it makes sense. to to me
1: i don't care if they sold the name to guaranteed rate whatever i care that they only got like 15 million dollars from it <laughs> yeah, they like, really got what the scared. hell are we
0: supposed to do with that and it's like a 10-year it's deal it's like too. No <laughs>
1: money it's like and we we're stuck with it. it
0: it what's amazing to me it's just the white Sox. they are premier sports franchise in chicago and they yeah. could only get 15 million dollars ten it well it's because u.s
1: cellular went out of business and well, you don't think yeah. Guaranteed Rate's going to go out of business? <laughs> this entire company, whose business model is like giving mortgages to people that can't yeah, pay for yeah. them,
0: yeah. and hiring Ty Pennington for their uh, their ads. Yeah.
1: Well, you guys, we got
0: to move on. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We sorry. got
1: we are ten minutes into this podcast, and we're fucking talking
0: socks. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said everything I wanted to say about the Borg, so we're done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Uh, yeah, if y'all yes, want to uh, hear more about <laughs> our opinions at baseball stadiums, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we should have a baseball podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: anyway. Anyway, Q who? It's the name of it. Q who? Yeah, Q who? Man, that is the name. Q yeah. who? Q who? It's hard to it say. Is. It's
0: very difficult to say.
1: You know, as the name implies, we're going to see Q again. Hell yeah! And I like those episodes. Yeah. I, I've found, you know, and I'm I'm new to this, so I'm I'm just learning this. Mm-hmm. It's polarizing. It is. I didn't know that. I thought Q, yeah. I think Q's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah I he mixes it up, it man. Not until yeah. we started doing the show did I realize how polarizing Q is. Oh yeah, divisive like people on the podcast or fans, just, just fans this, in general. Because really, I really like Q as well. I like Q I a love lot. John Delancey. I think he's, mm. he's great. He's great. Yeah. Apparently, uh, people who listen to this podcast, okay, they're wonderful he, people. They're great. Yeah. Think he's yeah. a jerk. Our fans not old. everybody. Re- well, I mean, he is. A, oh, he th- is. He he is. is that's, a jerk. That, that's why he's great. But he's a wonderful actor. And, like, he's always a delight to watch perform. Yes. You know? Like, Even like when he with, gets like
1: creepily close to Picard's ear. Like, awesome.
0: scenes between him
1: and Picard are, oh, ele- those are, the best. are electric. Like, there's the one they're just quoting Shakespeare at each other. Yeah. And it's anyone else. This would be the most boring shit I've ever yes. seen. But it's just like two goofy dudes chewing the scenery at yes. each other. <laughs>
0: And Amazing. and their personalities like spark off each other so well. Yeah, like Picard is very stoic. You can and tell proud. they're having so
1: much fun. And
0: yeah, and and Q is such a smarmy like fun, like he's just having a good time. Yeah. you know, and he's so smart. And Picard hates people who think they're smarter than he
1: is. And yep. it's just
0: is a perfect relationship.
1: Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I went into this episode. Yeah, this is gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's just it starts off kind of goofy already. Like there's this new. Uh, engineer Sonia Gomez uh, Sonia Gomez and she's ordering a hot chocolate from the replicator and she says thank you and Jordy is there he's like why are you saying that
0: (laughs) I thought this was a beautiful moment
1: yeah no, it was cool. I actually it, also you, you think you lose humanity if you don't treat the
0: computer like a human. I also think it is an interesting parallel for the rest of the show. Exactly. So the rest of the episode where she's being friendly to the machines and then the yeah. machines are also violent. Machines example. are, yeah, yeah screw yeah.
1: everything up. Yeah. Well, and
0: it's just like. But still have an element of human to yeah. them or yeah. at least organic matter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically what she says is like, right. well, this is an intelligent machine right so I should be nice to it right and then she just goes on and on and it's just like she's obviously pretty rattled this is a new assignment for her. yeah and Jordy's like hey buddy calm down why don't you not drink hot chocolate in front of all this expensive like Electrical equipment. So they haven't figured out how to waterproof equipment. I guess yet. not. Even though it like appears to be waterproof to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're they can waterproof an iPhone at this point. They yeah. can shoot
0: basically lasers into these things and they won't do anything. It doesn't wrong. do anything. Yeah. It's so <laughs> still like, hot oh, chocolate. Hot on on chocolate. Oh, you're gonna it immediately out of the shuts down. Like,
1: we'll all be sucked into space.
0: <laughs> they have like they have unlimited resources. Essentially, they can yeah. replicate anything they want. Yeah. Just replicate another console. Console. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this time, make it water. Waterproof! Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Easy. So, as she's, like, moving away, she spills all of her hot chocolate over Captain Picard, who is standing right Mm. there. And she's trying to fix it, and Picard's like, just please stop. Patrick Stewart (laughs) kills it in this Patrick Stewart just, like, can't deal with people that are too high-strung. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, get your shit together if you're gonna be around Captain Picard.
0: Yes, exactly. And the
1: look on his face is
0: money. Well, and what's great about, I think, that relationship in particular is it shows the respect that people have for Picard, but you don't really get his relationship with the common crew member because you only see him with senior staff and they're all like normal people. Seeing him with a new ensign. And she's terrified. And she's terrified. And it's not it's not Wesley. Wesley. You know, it's like just some. Oh
1: yeah, it's not snow. somebody's kid. Right, it's, some it's not snow, his you know? friend's kid. Yeah. that he uh, gives preferential gosh. treatment to. Yeah, uh,
0: and he's nice. Know, he's nice right? to her, but he's stern. You know, he's right. like he's very much he's the captain. So I, I think it's
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Jordy like steps in. He's like, I take full responsibility. Why? It's, yeah, I don't know. He probably I, likes her. But
0: it's that's so, what I got yeah, from it. Yeah. What's so funny about it is clearly Jordy had nothing to do with it. I know. But right, I mean, he's like the commanding officer. He's of
1: chief G. I I guess he has so he's to. Like, but it's
0: an accident. Like, what yeah. responsibility is there to take? And yeah. it's just hot chocolate.
1: It I mean, he d- it told it didn't her to get leave. on the consoles. My <laughs> <Yeah>. God, <laughs> they did not get
0: sucked into space. <laughs> if it space. did that, yeah,
1: yeah, we'd all be dead.
0: Yeah. Also, at this Picard point, Picard didn't buy it either. Nobody's going to
1: buy that it's Jordy's fault. This it, girl it, walked into him.
0: It did feel very much like a, like a, like a in the future, this wouldn't be a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, any of that wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah. Like, the uniform thing, they would have been like, I'm just going to replace the uniform. Yeah, me, we too.
1: get yeah. Uh, literally <laughs> as many uniforms as we <laughs> want. Like, it like, doesn't this matter. This is an inconvenience.
0: Watch where you're going next time.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to change the I'm, uniform. I'm and like, he
0: basically does that, but it's still, like, it goes on, like, a little too. It, yeah, it did. Yeah. It,
1: it, this is, it went on a little too long. Yeah. Luckily, as soon as he turns around, yeah. he goes into the turbo lift, and then he's in the shuttle. And Q is there. Booyah! Already, I'm like hell yes. And he's into this episode. And he does such a great
0: Q turn too. Like he opens, Q-turn. he he walks in. <laughs> I just, I love calling him Q turns. He just he like he spins around. He does that fucking face. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, he
1: always has that face. Mm. Oh, awesome. But yeah. and and my favorite part is that he tells Q is like, you said you would never meddle with my ship again. And then he points to the controls and he's like, we're in the shuttle. Your ship is nowhere to be found. Yeah. So it's like he found some tiny loophole to (laughs) fuck with him. I totally feel, you
0: know, played within your rules. It's no big
1: deal. Right, yeah. It's just like very technically yeah. worked within it. He also cleans his uniform, by the way. Right. So yes. Yeah. Well, and what I love about this episode is yeah. it's essentially
0: Q being bored. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: all that this yeah. whole episode spawns
0: from is yeah. Q is kind of bored and feels like messing with Picard. I've, and it's in this scene that he tells him that. I have to admit, I relate to Q. You know, what like if inter- you're like, a right, like internet like some bad boy, some kind of persona, god? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like I really you think him. you're a god. Yeah, yeah, I get no, it. yeah. god of the internet.
1: <laughs> uh, meanwhile, on the ship, Jordy and Gomez—they're walking towards ten forward, uh, because Jordy is like, "You need to settle down. You're here because you're the best. Right? That's why you're here. Be confident. You can do that. Yeah. And she, you know, she says a lot of stuff about how we are going to see things that humans. Have seen for the first time. We will be the first human beings to see it. She is just a foreshadowing machine. Right.
0: That's like her only. She's very excited (laughs) to be (laughs) here and she's
1: worried that she's going to screw it up. Yeah. And Jordy's just like, look, man, let's just get a drink. Let's hang out, settle down. Like, because you you can't bounce off the walls. Yeah, you can't bounce off the walls. We have plenty of time to discover the universe. It's a big universe out there. He has a really odd line here, too, where he goes, you were too young to be this ambitious. Right. Young
0: people are ambitious. That's, that's the whole thing. You got, you got Wesley Crusher on the freaking he's 15, bridge right now. He's He's, an like, <laughs> he's yeah. driving the ship right now, right. dude. Like, she is not too young. She should be ambitious. Like, how old is Jordy, really? Like, he's like thirty. Maybe? Yeah, they like, like appear adult, to that. be the same age. Yeah, he's <laughs> not that much older than she is, and he's way far up the ra- the run compared. Yeah, to he's that. a lieutenant. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a weir- that's a weird comment. I know, I couldn't help but think, ah, oh, future sexism kicking in again. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird moment. First of all, they say she talks too much much which is something women get accused of right yeah and second of all she's too ambitious and she should quell her dreams a little bit it's like mm, trying to keep this woman down Jordy Mm -hmm. like watch yourself it is a weird it's weird that that scene exists in the same episode where Guinan is such a badass yeah yeah Yeah, uh, that is super strange we'll get to that right now Uh, because it
1: does cut to Guinan she's just like tending the bar and she kind of senses something yeah. Like she wanders around the room for a second and then she contacts the bridge and Riker is on the bridge and he makes note of, this is the first time you've ever contacted the bridge. That's weird. What's going on? And she asks him, oh, is everything okay? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. That's a weird thing to ask me. <laughs> He's like, no, it just kind of feels like everything's weird. Want to make sure that, uh, you're all right. And they're asking her, "Is like, hey, uh, are you okay? She goes up to La Forge, who's talking uh, with Gomez, and she is acting very strange.
0: And he decides and, to go to engineering.
1: Right, yeah. And she's like, yeah, no. I don't know if everything's okay. I feel like something's off. Yeah. So okay. he runs off to engineering. And this is a point in the episode where I turn to Chris and I say,
0: if you got Guinan, why do you need Deanna Troy?" Yes, yeah. Yeah that's and, a good point. And like she's useless in this episode. Well, I feel like in this episode yes, but I also feel like uh while Guinan has like empathic abilities, I don't think she's as is an empath like a beta zoid. She's not. Right? I think she more has intuition yeah. and, and experience. A, experience. Like she's centuries she's years age, centuries yeah, old. Yeah. Almost
1: old. Well, she's not like clearly able To pinpoint what's going on, yeah, or what someone's feelings are, yeah, she just has some kind of sense that Mm -hmm. she's.
0: I think that is like the only real tragedy of Next Gen. They never really dive into much of what is going on with Guinan. Maybe that's a great thing about Next Gen—is that Guinan is kind of left unexplored. She's a mystery. She's a complete mystery. They reveal little details as time goes on. Like we'll get to it, but like when she does her hand thing at at Q, and you're like, "What is? What can she do? Like, can she do something that can stop Q? Yeah." Uh, probably right but you don't know like he has limitless power and he's afraid of her right so like uh what gynon can do is just like a is a mystery so i get I, I think she's been living her life in secrecy for so long right you know that i don't even think they know well the she's one statue. of the last of her kind which right. we find out later right. in this episode
1: it's really hard not to spoil this episode because it's while you're going yeah, yeah. it's yeah. so layered yeah well yeah, yeah. i mean it's like because the shuttlecraft, is nowhere near the ship, right? Yeah, we're still, he's still in the shuttle. He's still crab. there. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and he's trying to make contact with the Enterprise. It doesn't work. Q is just like bouncing a ball off the wall. He's like, hey, man, I can live forever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, time is not a thing to me. <laughs> I'm just an entity. So do whatever you want. I'm going to wait here as long as you can wait. He wants something. It's not entirely clear what he wants, but Picard is just pissed that he's here he didn't think he'd ever have to see him again this shuttle specifically doesn't have any kind of warp technology it can't get there right. he's screwed unless someone picks him up or q warps him back somehow he's just kind of keeping mum he's like i'm i'm not gonna say anything. you want something yeah. And every time you show up, it always gets it always gets worse. Yeah, he's
0: like he's like Riker will continue on as a captain. Like it yeah.
1: doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. He's willing, to die. He's willing, he's to, willing die. to die out there so Q doesn't screw with the rest of his crew. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Troy, uh meanwhile is on the bridge of the Enterprise and she can't sense Picard. No one can figure out where the hell he is. I, I assume this is through the badge on their on their uniform mm-hmm. is that how they're able to sense where they are on the ship? Yeah, not I think sense, they also do like biosensors.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sure they, I'm sure they have like a million different ways they can. Well,
1: but they always know, even back in the original yeah. series, yeah. they knew who was on. Well, he's thing. not showing right. up, right. like he's Troy can't sense him, yeah. and the ship cannot pinpoint where he is. And but a shuttlecraft is missing. Worf does find that yeah. there is a shuttlecraft missing. Oh, Worf, so they're just like doing you know these little circular. Search party things yeah. for the, they're moving the ship around in a big sphere to see if they can find them, and they can't find any trace of them anywhere in the sector because there's an interdimensional being <laughs> that just moved this <laughs> ship somewhere. Yeah, they don't know where the hell the shuttlecraft went to. Yeah, it shows its power, and I think that's the whole point of this scene. Yeah, yeah. is to show how powerful Q, Q can Q do anything. Is. He can yeah, do anything. And he also, I noticed that he showed up. He has like the four dots uh Q does on his. Oh yeah. He's, he's a captain. captain. Yeah. He has a captain uniform <laughs> Yeah, on. he yeah. does, yeah. In front of Picard. Yeah. He's just like, I it's, am the captain now. So, <laughs>
0: it's so presumptuous. He's such an asshole. <laughs> What's so great about that is most of the time when we see Q from here on out, that's yeah. what he's wearing. He's wearing some sort of Starfleet uniform. Yeah. yeah with, with the full captain. Yeah. yeah. He's just assumed puts... the same rank as Picard. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah he has, because
1: he has, Picard's his plaything. Q doesn't even see them as equals. He no. just He sees them as like... Of course, of course, you wouldn't have a problem with me wearing this captain's thing because I'm immensely powerful. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, what are you going to do? Stop me? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Back in the shuttlecraft, finally, Picard's just like, Jesus Christ. All right, fine. Take me back to the ship because they're not going to stop looking for me. He relents quickly. I have to say, he does.
0: He kind of relents pretty quickly. (laughs) Well, I think (laughs) time was supposed to pass.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I think also,
1: I think also he knew that the Enterprise would be searching for him. Mm. Right. And he's like, look, we kind of outsmarted you twice before. Yeah. We can probably do it again. Just right. just get it over with. <laughs> so, like, he he brings him back to the ship, and he, like, immediately comes back on the Enterprise, and then, you know, Worf is like, oh, the shuttle's back in place. It's like, yes, of course it is. Q is here. That's this is what this happened. episode <laughs> yeah. is back to season one. He is I very know. season one Worf in this yeah. episode. Just, really just an irritating. idiot. Yeah.
0: Stating the obvious, but this over is the part again. where, like, they Get find us, like the
1: captain's intent forward now, and Riker gives this weird grin. <laughs> oh,
0: I love it, my <laughs> man! Yeah, I love that. I love he that. Got, he was drunk it. the whole oh, time. He, went, he took that. He took that shuttle out for a joyride. <laughs> yeah, and then he came back. Oh,
1: I mean, my man. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, <laughs> it also, is a weird look for him to give, and he gives it to Worf. Like he, he does. Gives it, like he's like, like Worf is like, just trying to do his job. Like man. Worf
0: knows. Like Worf yeah. is like oh. This is the thing that Picard does. Like he gets he gets wasted and then he takes the shuttle out and he comes back and then he hangs out. <laughs> it shows the respect <laughs> okay. that Riker has for Picard. Like, of course Picard figured this out. He came right. back. Uh, okay. We don't okay. need to be worried about Picard. It Picard weird. is it, an amazing captain. It definitely looked like a And now smirk. he's enjoying a drink. It definitely looked like a well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, was has a, he been drinking in yeah, Denver the whole yeah. time? Yeah. I mean, they can't get drunk off of Synthahol. Right? You can. You can? You
1: can, but it, it you, can, you can go get sober away. up very fast. That's yes. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone shows up to 10 Forward. Guinan is there and Q is there, and they apparently know each other. I love how she pops up, too. She pops up from behind, so the, behind bar. the bar. <laughs>
0: She's yeah. like,
1: I love this scene. It, it looks empty. Great you know, Picard and Q show up in 10 Forward, and then all of a sudden, Guinan pops up from behind the bar. Yeah. She, uh, she knew. Yeah. Yeah. She's Again, like, it's that mystery it. of Guinan. Yeah, and
0: she does her hand thing. They yeah, it's the
1: like, he was like, what is she doing here? Yeah, Apparently. Was like, he, calls him an,
0: he calls her an imp. And then says like, oh, Guinan, that's what you're calling yourself now. So yeah. Like, he's met. There's something weird going on. They've met each other Tons of times, yes. tons of times, yeah. Like they've been adversaries for a long time, and which they, is like, incredible—an incredible revelation. And they're both
1: like doing this magician hand thing at each other, yeah. and like, what the fuck is going on?
0: Yeah, yeah. like,
1: what are they doing? Uh, it's great and you don't find out no you don't which is even better (laughs) Picard just puts a stop to it he's just like I don't give a shit about this I don't want you to guys have your wizard wars I don't (laughs) care Guinan serves me drinks she's nice I have no problem with her you almost fed me to a space jellyfish you fucking weirdo so please Uh, space jellyfish just tell me what is going on? Yeah. And then Q is like, all right, here's the deal. And then the rest of them show up. The rest of them Oh, yeah, Riker, Riker, Warf, and Yeah, microbrain. Riker and Worf. And like all. Yeah. Data? Does what? Data come no. in? No. no. It's Riker and Worf, and then uh, Picard immediately sends Worf out. Yeah. Because it's like, you're Just not. To stand guard. Yeah. After, stand after guard. Q
0: calls him Microbrain. Microbrain. Just growl for B. <laughs> to like, be fair. And then he acts like Microbrain. He yeah, like, right exactly. rolls at him and everything, and you're like, oh, come on, Worf. Yeah. Yeah. You get a doodle yeah. Q, dude. Yeah, like...
1: Q reveals he's like, Look, I've been kicked out of the Q continuum or whatever. It's not or whatever. That's a big deal. Yeah. Just come on, man. Let me let me serve on your ship. Let me let me be one of the guys. Look, I'll <laughs> give up my powers if yeah. you want me to. Yeah. You don't trust me, then I'll just give up I'll give up those powers. And they're like, no, we absolutely do not trust you. Come on. I love what Picard says. He's like, what what
0: job would be too low for an entity like you? Would you start off as a crew? Like, I mean, these are good questions. Like, yeah. The thing about what I really like about that conversation is that Picard considers it. This is part of our charter, meeting new life. yeah. Like, investigating new uh, situations. And you are one of the most unique things we've ever met. And I'd love to know more about you. But you're kind of crazy. Yeah. Like, they
1: point out it's not because of what he is. Right. It's
0: because of who he is. Yeah. You are inherently not trustworthy. Wherever you're, you go, chaos follows. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because, like, Guinan is saying, like, look, there are some Q people that are fine. I mean, this guy's just an asshole. Yeah, Riker, That's it. <laughs>
0: Riker lays it out really clean, he, really clear. He's like, the first time we met, you tried us for the crimes of all humanity. Yeah, and that the did second, happen. And he's like, yeah, when you passed. And then the yeah. second time, you asked me to join you guys. He's like, which you should have done. And it's like, God. <laughs> so why was Q kicked out of the continuum? Well, I think we find that,
1: that out later. later. There's, oh. no, there,
0: there, there's future Q episodes. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. But they oh. have Cool. like this discussion where he's saying you don't know what is ahead of you right and you're not prepared for it yeah. and Picard's like well how could we possibly be prepared for something that we don't know what's well, ahead yeah, of us and that's the, the entire point the of our mission yeah. we're exploring right. yes that's what explorers do yeah. of course we're not prepared but we kind of learn on the fly and Guinan points out that's humanity's like biggest Advantage is that they're able to adapt and think right. on their feet. I love Picard. The so, same, so Q is I just like, okay, cool. Let's see how you think on your feet in this. And he throws the Enterprise uh, 7,000 light years into uncharted space. Well,
0: I love before that, I love what Picard says where he goes, it's not arrogance, it's not, you know, smugness. We are resolute. We are determined. We will face whatever we we encounter, which is the charter of basically the charter of the Federation. Right. He lays out this scene is like so pivotal to the rest of Star Trek. I feel like where he is facing an unknown and he says, this is who we are. This is who the Federation is. And this is how we will face everything we encounter. And he was like, well, let's see about that. And that is like the whole show from here going forward. It's like, very true. It's like, yeah. it's like, this is who we are. This is what we believe. And everything that we experience from here on out is crazy and everything like that. And we will face it the same way each time. Yes. So, I love, yes. I love that scene. I think that sums up why this episode's so great. It's so great. And I think that's why a lot of people, myself included, say, like, this is the beginning of Star Trek. And he even says it, and this, I know this is, like, spoiling the rest of the episode, but he even says it at the end, where it's, like, we needed to kick in the pants get out of our complacency. I feel like season one and season two are very much like this. We've, we're just kind of doing our thing. We're kind of ty- spinning our wheels. And then we get kicked in the pants, and then we go on. Well, and if you think about it, pen pails is nothing but them being bored on the ship. Yeah, they're so studying they rocks so the entire time right. in the last episode. Right. Now they have a reason to not. Be. Yeah, and they're they're kicked 7,000-some-odd light yeah, years. Yeah,
1: like they're sent the 7,000 light years. Uh, they don't know where the hell they are. They find a Class M planet or something. They said, yeah, you know, it looks civilized. There are roads, but there's been pieces of the planet dug out. And this is where they point out, this is just like those planets that we saw in the neutral and zone. Planet J25. Yeah.
0: I think this is the Delta Quadrant. For,
1: are they in for the minutes. Delta they're Quadrant? in
0: the Delta Quadrant. Oh, yeah. hey. Oh, I don't I don't know. Know. That's got a lot of meaning, Patrick. Okay, yeah. I have no idea. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. For a long
1: time. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they see on the view screen a cube-shaped ship approaching them. And it looks like it's made out of pipes and wires and stuff. Now, I have seen, I, I have not seen Star Trek, but I am familiar enough with it to know, oh, that's the Borg.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah, we did it. We finally yeah, did it. Yeah. We did it. We did the it. The are no longer <laughs> the big bad. Yeah. So Thank they're, God. Yeah, <laughs>
1: they're trying to scan all the stuff that like, we can't find any scans of anything. Nothing is registering on this. There's no life support system. There's no bridge. It's just a fucking cube. Yeah, there's no no weapons.
0: There's no shields. Yeah. Or no weapons of any known design. They ask
1: Guinan for help and she's like, oh yeah, that's the Borg. Uh, I'm thousands of years old, remember? Yeah, they screwed up my home planet. They're real bad.
0: Screwed up their entire civilization.
1: Yeah. And They they destroyed all of their cities. Protect yourself captain or they will destroy you. Right. She doesn't say how to protect yourself. I don't know if there is any way to do that. That's to, what I think is funny here, is Guinan could give a lot more information than she does. She does, does not. But I also she doesn't want to be there. Well, She's I, just
0: basically like, get the hell out. I also, yeah. I mean, I, to be fair, I don't think Guinan knows a lot more. because I know She, she wasn't knows, there. She wasn't there. She knows what happened to her people, but they don't know shit. Like, these guys came down, destroyed their civilization, and scattered their people into the, to the cosmos. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're just stories at that point. Like, it's like trying to tell someone... You know about the Visigoths. You know you're like right. you know yeah, you're like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, like, Written records. So I yeah, don't know. There, yeah, there were records, and they were crazy. And I I don't know if I want to. like The difference of... is though is you would have been alive then. So sure. the person telling you the story yes. would have lived through it. It well, wouldn't be generation after generation. Well, she wasn't alive during that. This is what she said. Like she was of a generation that was not uh, scattered. So she she was she came the into the are
1: old as hell.
0: Yes, she she came into existence after they were already scattered is what she says
1: in the episode oh okay. so yeah. like right. so she was not aware. her race or whatever right. grew up after the board yes well, did this to them didn't yes. she say there's been like hundreds of centuries of the yes.
0: board yes. Yes. So yeah so they've been around for they've a been long around time. for a long time yeah which is crazy which is to crazy. think about how it thousands of centuries is. thousands yeah. of centuries they said yeah thousands of centuries
1: and then one of them yeah. shows up in engineering right that's just kind of transport yeah. they can't contact these people by the way
0: kill yeah. it you dummies <laughs> yeah
1: This, like, Hellraiser-looking dude just shows up. Look
0: how scary that thing is! Shoot it! No!
1: And, yeah, Jordy's like, oh, that's bad. Uh, I'm going to call security. And they just watch this guy kind of... he
0: wanders around! Wander around, (laughs) and he's, like,
1: scanning all of their, like, technology and is messing with it with his robot arm, and they can't shoot him. Eventually, they are able to shoot him, and then another one shows up. Yeah. And then they try to shoot it. He's he adapts, he's got shields. Right. Oh, this is what I love about the board. Yeah.
0: They adapt to to phasers and stuff. Yeah, I, what I what I found really interesting about this scene is like this is also the I I feel like this is the scene that is like the wake up call to the Federation as well. There's a lot of hinges here in this episode that carry on to in other episodes where it's like someone beams onto your engineering. It has a big metal arm and is shooting laser or, or lightning bolts into your console. Um, maybe don't try to reason with it. Like yeah. maybe try to take well, them down yeah, first. This right? is a really
1: there is a really funny part where they are trying to go through their chain of command <laughs> and Picard's like wharf deal with it. And Worf is like, ends a deal yeah. with it. And he points yeah. at this other <laughs> guy and he's immediately like thrown across the The gets room. his like chest caved in. He gets like shoved across. I the- know. It's <laughs> like they can't deal with it because they're too nice. Right. Exactly. It's basically well, I mean,
0: Picard tries to reason with him immediately. Like he, with his hands up. He's and like, they can't. He, they he, can't he do it. it. He can't. He doesn't want anything to do with so after. But also, it, sorry, but it also proves how horrible, the security on the Enterprise. It's oh, terrible. It's like, horrible. So it's, like, they're constantly how long having did it problems? take for them to get there? Like, well, he it's already a- scanned like <laughs> the warp drive, yeah, like yeah. knew everything that's going on. Right. By the time they even show up, he's almost done doing his scouting. Those engineers, one of them has to be combat trained, right? Like, Those engineers were all huddled in the corner, waiting for Worf and this poor ensign who was going to die. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay, is like, is <laughs> Warp the only one who can fire yeah, a like, not, you, Also, Why does a Klingon need to be the only one to get
1: it's kind of like hey guys, <laughs> I know these Nazis seem like bad people, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe we can debate them, yeah, and yeah. deal with them through logic, right? And it's yeah. like, no,
0: dude, they're no. fucking Nazis, He's got these <laughs> <shooting laughs> lightning bolts into your freaking ship right now, yeah, dude, you got to kill the board. <laughs> and Guyden is saying they're going <laughs> to kill <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. you, yeah, she told them <laughs> that multiple times, and so then she said, she also, said specifically, <laughs> defend yourself or they will destroy you, and also, they're like, well, well, so. He scanned the warp core, and he's just been looking at all of her yeah, files. They, it's like,
1: <laughs> he, he, do you think he's just, like, curious? He's trying to figure out how to blow up your goddamn ship, right. dude. Also, the whole reason they're here is because Q wanted to challenge their right. I- arrogance. right. Yeah.
0: So yeah. you got to know. You're like, this guy's no good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So after, yeah, after they beam out, they have this whole conference about that. They're like, well, what's their deal? And is like, I tried to tell you, <laughs> their whole deal <laughs> is that they're this hive mind. They're like a, a hornet's nest. Yeah. They don't have any individual thoughts. But due to budget constraints, they don't look. They aren't insects at all. Insects, like it yeah. but yeah. it's still kind of, that's scarier because like yeah, they I took agree. over people. Yeah, and they put.
0: Machines oh, yeah. Yeah. Them. on
1: them, yeah. They have no purpose beyond just taking everything over. Yes. They, they, that's it. They don't care
0: about power. They don't, they don't care about government. They don't, they don't th- care about, about
1: resources. Yes. They just take things over and they make like more technology, borg. and just keep building. All they yeah. care about is making more borg. That's yeah. it. They see you as an energy. It's source. like a yeah. cancer. Exactly. So don't, don't let them on your ship.
0: <laughs> right That and was the, super dumb. And they let them do it anyway. Yeah, and then they
1: get you know a transmission yeah. from the borg. Yeah, collectively. Saying, "Uh, yeah, hey, your ship sucks. Uh, we're gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, if Don't you
0: if you defend yourself, you will be punished. Right? <laughs> Which is
1: like, yeah. yeah. Oh, and oh. everyone's like looking around, <laughs> like, oh, is that bad? Uh, <laughs> and then they get locked on with a tractor beam, like right. almost immediately. The yeah. shields are drained.
0: They should have just ran when Gynen told them I know. to run.
1: They should have immediately left. I will say that that
0: wouldn't have done anything. Well, yeah, the fair, board would have obviously. I mean, like hauled. they should have. Yes." but it ultimately would have gotten in the same situation. Trust the lady who's multiple yeah, centuries old right. who's dealt with them before. Well, it, I mean, it really went completely upside down when at the very beginning she says, you need to go now, and Picard goes, let's look around for a little bit. That's what they do. That's how they encountered the boy. Every right? single Star Trek if episode. She had it, it if he hadn't hung out for like a, a, a couple minutes to explore... Then they wouldn't
1: have been. To but city. see, isn't it beautiful? Because that's what the Federation does. Right. Yeah. They're but there e- to explore space. Every so. episode could end immediately with just like Picard going, Yeah, I don't want to explore that. <laughs> We're all gonna die.
0: <laughs> oh, what is this what is this crazy wormhole thing that makes us all turn into babies? Uh, mm, let's Spoiler just turn around. Alert. Yeah. Let's just turn around. So yeah.
1: <laughs> But they didn't turn around, so they got sucked into a tractor beam, and this little laser is cutting into the ship like a piece of cake. <laughs> yeah, and it just takes like a little core out of it. There is a toilet in that. There was there like has a toilet. To, there there has has to be is just a like, and it took that. eighteen people with it. So I'm assuming they wanted the people.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I have, I have. They
1: figured out where people were. Yeah, and it yeah, took out, like to little pieces them. of three
0: deck. I've yet to really figure. I mean, they do that again later on. You know, well, they make Borg uh, out of them, right? Yeah, but I mean, like they make Borg way easier than cutting up a ship and like taking it in. But parts. they hadn't experienced humans yet. That is true. They shot the lightning bolts yeah. into the ship to figure out where some people were. Yeah, uh, and the weaknesses of the ship. It's among strange. Other it's strange because in the future they they handle that like they do that again, but they hit like critical places. Whereas this, they were like, ah, oh, we just hit like we just killed eighteen people or whatever. Right. Well, you they know? get smarter.
1: Yeah, they they adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at that at that point, like they're able to shoot their like when they're using their weapons or whatever they're able to shoot photons into it and it blows up pretty good chunks of yeah. uh, of the board cube right and are able to do some heavy damage to it right 20% uh,
0: of the ship or something like that is
1: what yeah they, they destroy 20% of the cube so good on them for finally
0: doing something <laughs> What I really hate is uh, when they were like shoot the source of the, that tractor beam, and then they shoot like the corner. Yeah, uh, the, and well, then like, they finally do. That. They finally do shoot the the source of the tractor beam, and it lets them go. And you're like, well, why didn't you do that? Why right. wasn't that your yeah, first why shot? You, why? why and do you also, because cor- warp is the one aiming, <laughs> yeah. and the guy's an idiot.
1: Microbrain. Yes.
0: <laughs> so uh, Q shows up. <laughs> he's busy growling. He's busy growling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Q shows up at another meeting in the conference room, and he's like, "Look, so these Borg people." They don't care about you. Really they only care about what makes the ship go. That's pretty much it. They're only into the technology. The people can live or die and they, they don't really care. So Picard asks is like, well, how do I know that this isn't just you know an illusion? Like you're some transdimensional being and Q's like, Well, it seems perfectly real to me and then disappears. So the Enterprise is gonna kind of like, Well
0: Yeah, they're just pi- sending away team. Yeah, they're pissed about the eighteen people. Right. And and he's understandable. Like, and he's like he's like, This is you know, quit this charade. And he's like, this is no charade. This is real. You wanted you wanted a challenge. This is as real as it gets. Like your
1: so-called life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is yeah. this is the so-called life. <laughs> and uh, and then
1: this, this is this is real life, Claire Danes. Yeah. Claire Dane and uh, Jared Leto.
0: Jared Leto doesn't know how to read. And so they <laughs> kinda of, they kinda of seize the opportunity to be like what and you know, wrecker is like well, you know they visited us. Let's go visit. Let's pay him back.
1: So they're gonna send an away team, and is like, g- <laughs> "I absolutely would not do that." <laughs> Which again,
0: listen to Gana. Listen to her Our people. God damn, like, I mean, nothing y'all. really bad happens to them. You know, whatever. But listen to Gaina. I know. Like she says,
1: <laughs> how many times did she warn them about what this was? And she's like, "Look, get away from it." Okay. Yeah. Well, now that you've. Not listen to me then. Defend yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that you didn't defend yourself, don't go on their goddamn ship. They
0: are absolutely like children touching a hot stove. Right. (laughs) Over and over again. They're just
1: leaving their hand on the burner. Right. But uh, so they can't stop exploring. Worf and Riker and Data go onto the Borg ship against all caution. Yeah. Uh, which, to be fair kind of
0: badass of them. It is pretty cool. It is really badass. That's of pretty badass. Them to, to I would like, not do that it. <laughs> it. That there's there some guts in that decision. And oh, it's I like love this
1: it. weird late 80s Cronenberg horror yeah. type thing. You know, every there's these zombie like uh pale people shoved into these slots. Yeah, they got like refrigerator like coils on them. Yeah, this is pretty this is before the Matrix came out by the way.
0: Right. But to uh something that you observed the floor yeah. is something out of a laser tag. Yeah, it's like linoleum. It looks like, like, a,
1: like a yeah, yeah, it looks like, like a the floor, kitchen. But it, all the walls. It's crazy. The, and then, yeah. What really
0: bothered me, I'm going to be honest, i they do way better Borg sets in the future. Um, oh, yeah, they do. But, I mean, obviously, they're under budget constraints in this first episode, and they get, like, way more money later. It really bothers me that all of their, like, metal walls in, like, that nursery are the same wall. Oh, Did yeah. You notice that? Like yeah, all the panels. coils are the same. And well, like- it
1: looks like all H.R. Geiger stuff, the guy yeah. that designed all the aliens. aliens. Yeah. And it, that's what the walls look like. Yeah. The floors just look like a soundstage.
0: <laughs> yeah. They look like just black speckled manolium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
1: that, that's what they're in. That's yeah. what the ship looks like. And, right. you know, Data's messing around in these slots. And he's, it, what they find is so collectively, they pretty much pilot the ship. And do what needs to be done. And that cuts down on decision-making time because they don't need to make decisions. They're all in a collective hive mind. So the ship can repair immediately. It can divert energy to where it needs to be diverted as soon as possible. Because none of these people care. They're not individual beings. And then one of them just, like, walks past them and does some stuff, and they're like, oh, that's weird they don't care about us. You have data delivering a trademark Spock line fascinating
0: mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah that's a that is a great i love that moment
1: yeah it is and then they find a nursery too
0: yeah which and this is like this is like a super weird like,
1: there's like a baby in cybernetic stuff which doesn't seem to hold true with future borg stuff
0: does well it? well the borg reproduce like that and they also reproduce by assimilation do they re- right. so they reproduce sexually no i don't think they reproduce sexually i think they just clone I don't know. Like, I mean, they, well, there's a baby. There's a baby. They make they came babies from somewhere. They, they. I mean,
1: do you? All right, Chris, I, do you not know where babies come from?
0: <laughs> I mean, I, you I cloned to make. I, I, you, yeah, you like. They're like spores, right? You just kind of like <laughs> poof off spores into the air, and they. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's it. I okay. played. Thank God. All right. I wasn't going to have to explain Pokemon. to you. I play Pokemon. You make a little egg. And yes. You the egg okay. Jesus. After Thank God. so many steps. Thank God stuff. you know where babies come yeah, from. Yeah. This would have sure. been an awkward podcast. I'll just that's say. I, to explain that to
0: you. I, I, I know how quickly Patrick devolves into a where do babies come from talk. So I, <laughs> so I looked almost it almost every time
1: we have a guest. <laughs> so
0: I looked it up on Wikipedia before I came out. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to be clear. Have a right. back straight.
1: But I will say. they. So they do reproduce sexually. That's what sex is. Just so we're clear. Sex is releasing your spores. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Into an A. Walking 10 miles. Yeah, that they walk yeah. 10
0: miles and then it's okay. Yeah. No, I will say they don't really go into this part of Borg reproduction. Ever again. Ever again. Ever again. They it's never much more it. about assimilation. They, yeah, it is all about assimilation. I mean, uh, what's interesting to me is that they don't even touch about touch assimilation in this episode. No. Which is spoiler for you. I mean, No, I have no idea. Okay, oh, then, no, assimilation then, is the is yeah. mainly what the Borg are attempting yeah, to do. So we'll uh, talk in the probably, we could save that for...
1: Yeah, that's in the future. That's oh. in the future for you. Well, what they find now is that all of the energy is being devoted to repairing the ship, and that's why no one cares that they're there. Right? Priorities. So like, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so they're like, oh, well, pretty soon they're going to repair the ship, so let's get the hell out. Yeah, I, I do
0: like that Picard is just like, oh, they're repairing right now? Get back. Get back to the ship right now. We're leaving. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't even pull. He doesn't. Now we're going to listen. Now, now we're going to We're going to go. go. Now
1: we're going to listen to guidance. <laughs> so like they get back to the ship, and they're like, all right, let's get the hell out, and they immediately start leaving. Yeah. But as they start to warp the cube is following them. Yeah. And Riker's like, all right, let's, uh, you know, arm the fo- uh, photon torpedoes and, you know, let's fire. They
0: magnify all the way to the, like, surface of the ship. Oh, that was pretty cool. And it's like a claymation kind of rebuilding. That
1: was pretty really cool. awesome. And it the Borg ship is draining their shield somehow. Right. It's like some kind of missile is draining it. And Q makes it pretty clear he says, "You can't outrun them. You can't destroy them. If you damage them, the essence of what they are remains. They regenerate and keep coming. Eventually, you will weaken. Your reserves will be gone. They are relentless. God damn, that is terrifying. <laughs> this is terrifying. Yeah. And he, mind you, he's also
0: saying this while reclined. Yeah, uh, he's like yeah, leaning like he's like on lounging. some wooden shit that
1: you can't <laughs> Dude,
0: lean on." I love this because yeah. it shows that Q is not a human. He's being. He's an alien. Yeah. He is laying like in the middle of a walkway. <laughs> right. He doesn't Just act chill as hell. Yeah. He doesn't
1: act or or do anything like a human being would. No, yeah. he they would know that that's
0: that's the hallway you walk
1: down. Completely unconcerned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just, and mocking them. Yeah. Oh,
1: so that's wonderful. Yeah. At this point, the the Borg are on their tail. They they shoot a couple more times. It dislodges like their warp drive or something. And they got the tractor beam back on them, and the Enterprise is locked. Like they're screwed. So Riker orders Worf uh, to try to just do whatever you can, shoot more torpedoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Data's saying, well, look, we're pretty close range. And they're We don't have down. shields. Yeah. That's a bad idea. <laughs> we can hurt us. So Picard's like, look, I don't care. We got to do something, just fire. And. Q is about to leave. He's yeah. like, okay, you know, if you're deciding to do this. I would not advise it. <laughs> yeah. just, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Me yeah. personally I would not do this. Right. Yeah. And then finally Picard is like, all right, look, Jesus, just help us. Yeah. Okay. I admit you're strong. We're weak. Yeah. Do whatever you can. You, so you
0: wanted, you wanted to prove your point. You, y- point yeah. is proven. you proved like you want us to ask for help. Help us. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And he just snaps his fingers. Yep. And the Enterprise is like spun away 7,000 light years and they're, it's gone. Everything's fine. Back
0: to where they started. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wesley so uh, eloquently puts it.
0: <laughs> We're right where we started. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thanks, man. And Q says another man would have been humiliated to say those words. You know that I need help. Right. You know, and I'm at your mercy. And Picard's like, look, yeah, I was okay. But I just lost 18 people. I didn't want to lose any more. But you made me lose 18 people, man. That's messed up. you were up. bored. <laughs> right. Just because you were bored, you wanted me to experience, like, the true horrors of space. Right. Way to go. I knew that. You know, and then uh, Q just says, well, you know, nothing's safe out here. Right. That's kind of the whole point, isn't it?
0: And that is and that is a great moment from Q. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like if you're afraid of bloodying your nose, and you might as well go back home and go under your bed. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's like it's not safe out
1: here. Yeah, again, it's, Pat. Things, are, things out this here. This is a military vessel. Why are there families on <laughs> it's it? It's not
0: a military vessel. <laughs> okay,
1: tell that to the 18 people that just lost their like, lives. Like, man. it's
0: the Mayflower. There are future episodes that deal with that yes situation yes. so <laughs> yeah back are, because it is episode. kind of because it is kind of gray and fucked up <laughs> back uh back and <laughs> forward some really great
1: episodes that deal with back and forward uh picard is talking to gun and he's saying wow. that like well it's kind of weird you know what happened but i guess it should have happened right and then mm. you know we we're gonna run into these people at some point right better sooner than later She's like, "Yeah, that's true. And you know, maybe in the distant future we can establish some kind of contact with these people. But for right now, you know, you're just stuff yeah. to them. You're stuff to be consumed. You're matter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing that you can do about it." And then she says, "Since they're aware of your existence, yeah. they will be coming." Yep. And yep. this is where they had that conversation where he's like, "You know, he kind of kicked us out of our complacency and, and made us aware that there are dangers out there. This is a big galaxy, and there's a lot of horrifying shit.
0: Well, because I think that even Star Trek as a series kind of at the end of season two is even already getting a little rote. You know, it's like, oh, our bad guys are the Romulans or the Klingons or the, Mm -hmm. you know, the free And we're dealing with it, and we got got little episodes in between, but those are our things, you know? And then Borg are like, hey – there is crazy stuff out here, and yeah. you have not encountered all of it, and it's going to only get crazier for you. So be vigilant and stop and, dicking around looking at rocks. <laughs> <laughs> and they at least have some sense of diplomacy, something right. you're
1: used to, whereas the board. Do you not. can't reason with them. Right? No. Not in the same That's way. That's pretty much where it ends. Yeah.
0: Ah, oh, beautiful, right? It's dark. It is a dark episode. So I reached out on Twitter, as I tend to do, to see if anybody else had any questions or thoughts about this episode, and I got a, I got a few of them. Okay. Uh, First one is from our friend Aaron. You can follow him at, at I'mAaronJ, so I am A-A-R-O-N-J. Question one. Do you fear that Geiger, like the Borg, will try to assimilate one of you? Now, I have no fear of that. <laughs> But I feel like, Patrick, you should be very scared
1: uh, if Geiger's coming. Freshman year, Chris Geiger ate nothing but dinting more beef stew out of a can <laughs> for of, a whole week. Yeah. And I walked in that room one time, <laughs> and it was the worst smell that I've ever smelled. I feel I've already been assimilated.
0: Yeah, my, my there first
1: has to have been some kind of nanobot, some kind of gray <laughs> goo that entered in through my nostrils into my brain. My,
0: my first time I feel you- like
1: there is part of me inside of my head. Yeah. That is Chris Geiger. I'm,
0: I'm I'm happy to have you part of the collective, man. All right. First time I met Patrick, he was eating a can of sauerkraut Hell and yeah, drinking love a sauerkraut. jug of V8 tomato juice. with Worcestershire what I had on sauce hand. Sauce in it, and, and it was like cold sauerkraut. It was not cooked. Well, Aaron follows up with a question <laughs> yeah, that is question. a bit more uh, about this episode, All not right. so much about your two uh, and your uh, bromance. This is a big up. With the intro of the Borg, is this when TNG becomes truly excellent? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we've re- we've talked about this. A lot. We did. I mean, yeah. obviously,
1: he- I have no idea. I'm, I'm just watching this for the first time. Yes, yeah, that's the whole conceit of the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I would say, yeah, yes. This all right, I'll started- take y'all's word for it. This there- started to feel like Star Trek. Well, and there are some there are some episodes left in season two, and it's still like season two. But once you get into season three, it's like off mm-hmm. the race, and there's still going to be like bad episodes, obviously, and they it's can't all be bangers. Yeah. You know, this really again like the conceit. That is laid down between that conversation between Q and uh, Jean-Luc that I think just permeates the rest of the show, which is like, we will face everything with you know determination and you know resolution. And yeah. he's like, you are not prepared for what you're seeing. Yeah, absolutely. That is the push and pull of the show. Uh, our friend Sean Kelly had this to say. Up, and you Sean? can follow him at uh, Sean of Kelly, S-E-A-N-O-F-K-E-L-L-E-Y. This is a great episode. To me, this is where TNG really starts being TNG, to what we were just discussing. So he totally agrees. So this
1: is a common viewpoint then? Yeah, I think so. This is like the
0: turning point? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Another thing he follows up with is, Q's quote at the end, it's not safe out there, is TNG's mission statement. I agree,
1: Sean. Yes. (laughs) That, That part ruled. And I think that Picard needs to be reminded of that constantly. Yeah. Yeah. You These people can die. Right. Yeah. This is a military vessel. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, mm. I mean, it's got weapons. <laughs> they just shot at a huge ship. Yeah. It's got families. So yeah, they shouldn't be there. <laughs> they definitely should not be. There should not be kids on this thing. And finally, our friend Engineer, who
0: uh, we up, had dude? a comment from last yeah. week
1: at ENGRPE,
0: said, This is an awesome app. It was good to see Starfleet humbled. Yes. Yep. Which I agree.
1: Yeah. I, that's why I like Q. Yeah,
0: yeah. He All puts right. them back in their place. Well, and there's a lot of episodes in season two where the where Starfleet just kind of handles shit. Starfleet is big and onerous, and there's only like one real episode where there's like any thought as to something nefarious going on in starfleet which is that episode where like those worms get in people's yeah, heads worms people yeah that, that, into that people's was cool. head. and that was a weird episode like that still was and like, never
1: came back again yeah, oh, yeah
0: and starfleet's always kind of like we're good and now it's like oh you gotta have yeah. conflict yeah
1: you have to have conflict well, to have
0: was, any kind of story yeah and I, I i think this is like finally the writers are breaking free of yeah roddenberry's right
1: like, well it's been long
0: enough yeah since his rain yep. right yeah and the writer strike is over yep. we're we're going to start hitting a really nice stride here yep. but to your point it's still season 2 so there's a couple a couple of tricky moments right but i think like we're this should have like this should have been a season ender
1: yeah totally you know like the yeah. fact
0: that there are episodes that happen after this it's like how do you top that's a huge cliffhanger like how do you top you that know? like you yeah. should just start season 3 that way so i hope we didn't spoil it but this is the part of the episode where we like to rate it If we thought that it was amazing, must watch Star Trek, we set to kill. Mm -hmm. If we thought it was, "Mm, it's pretty good, comes up in the queue, give it a watch, cue who? Uh, (laughs) You said that right. I did, thank you. Uh, (laughs) Only when I do it as a corny joke, (laughs) we set to stun. And if we thought it was horrible, don't watch. No reason to ever let it cross your eyeballs, we leave it in the holster. So, Chris, what did you think? Oh, yeah, set to kill. Hell yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like this episode rules. It's one of the best episodes of Star Trek. Interesting. I think I think it is one of I think it probably deserves a place on some people's top five. It's not on my I it might be on my top five, but it's definitely in my top ten. Like it mm-hmm. is it is an excellent episode of Star Trek. And as Sean and Aaron and everyone else have pointed out, it is the beginning of really where Star Trek starts to, to run. I agree. So uh Patrick, what did you think? It's great. Set to kill, man.
1: Yeah,
0: we're gonna turn Patrick into a Star Trek fan. yet. I know. Yeah, well, it you, got a little rough there, man. Yeah. I mean, woo! if you like this episode, it's good. You're I always watch.
1: like the Q episodes, yeah. but you know, this set the stakes. Yeah. Finally, it's just like you the Enterprise is met with a problem that they can't solve. Right.
0: There's no technical. There's no.
1: There's no way out of this. There's right. actual conflict happening. Right. There's an actual like life or death issue right. that you know they're not going to utopia their way out of. Yeah. Mm-hmm and utopia their way out of <laughs> well, what that's what they the always do that phrase has ever been said i mean it's what they always do it's just like yeah we bred ourselves out of conflict it's like okay well you don't have any stories <laughs> now <laughs> way to go <laughs> but now they have this thing that just consumes and consumes yeah and does nothing but grind people down into yeah. a pulp that it can use for you know more production right that's it yeah,
0: yeah. and there's cool. nothing that you can do about it's it cool bad guy huh
1: it's a horrifying man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and it gets more horrifying. Like they get,
0: they only like this is like the tip of the iceberg of how horrifying they are too. It's yeah. really
1: so. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. set to kill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: gotta watch it. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any question here for yeah. me. It's set to kill for sure. <laughs> yep. yep. Yep.
1: Oh, shit! Ah, ah. ah.
0: yeah. uh, everybody's dead around me now. <laughs> That's how hard this episode kills. Now, I gotta say, uh, I love it. Is it Measure of a Man? I think that that episode no stronger. man measure man's
1: great yes measure man is measure of man is the best one I've seen so far yeah. except for I have seen the one where uh, Picard learns language Zarmak yeah 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 that one's Armark. great too yeah,
0: yeah I mean uh, it is I mean measure man is definitely top five like Star Trek oh but, like, yeah it is hands down one of the best Star Trek episodes ever. Uh, I- yeah. So but this, but this was this solid. Season, that's what's so crazy. And this is yeah. why I got so mad last week. And I did get called out on Twitter for being a little too aggressive last week. So my apologies. Uh, but you have Measure of a Man, right. you have Q Who. I struggle to say that. <laughs> Q, who. Q, 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 Q. Who? Q. Who? Q. Who? Q. Right? You have these like great episodes. Why the fuck do you have pen pales I'd, in there? Like, <laughs> if you're oh, able to write. Gotta this, mark time, <laughs> man. Gotta fill space. It is, it is weird. Isn't it is it? weird it how big the change is. Especially, it's so abrupt because it's like Measure Man is like excellent, excellent writing. Like, it is an excellent oh show. It's So good. Excellent episode of tv didn't they win awards for that i mean they did like they they had to have because i mean it was an incredible episode of television
1: um and she was like a staff writer right right so they just had the script lying around right and i I looked this up like she was on strike too. it wasn't a scab script like they just had it lying around and they were like well i guess we'll do this or something like that it was they got around the strike issues just because they had this. Right, it's
0: like why didn't you use this before? Right, and so like and it, it is baffling. And and it's it's nice to to I mean to soothe your probably minor panic around pen pals. Like I mean, it definitely does get better. oh yeah, like I like it drew me like right back pa- in. Like the the bottom is a lot higher. You know, there's still a bottom in future seasons, but it is a lot. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad. As it's pen not pals. as bad as pen pals. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just so strange to me that you could be writing good television. I mean, great honestly, and I, then horrible I, television, I, I, all within several episodes. Honestly, I rewatched Next Gen a lot, and I really only the only episodes I watch from season one to season two are Measure Man and Kiwi. Like yeah. that's why I wanted to be on Q. I I was like, I want to be on that one because that's that's the best episode out of or not the best episode, but the second best episode of season two. Mm-hmm. You know? And again, the mark of uh the future because yeah. Uh Measure of Man is just a great episode in right. itself. It doesn't it, it doesn't introduce anything new. And it doesn't really say anything about Star Trek, mm-hmm. I feel like. It is just a good episode. It is a, a episode that could be a play. You know, like you could do that as a play. Yeah. Like totally. Uh but this is a good Star Trek episode. Yeah. Phenomenal. So yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it, right, Patrick?
1: Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Man, just uh keep listening, keep interacting with us on Twitter and yeah, leaving uh Comments and reviews and stuff on iTunes. Yeah, we really appreciate all of y'all listening and talking to us. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Follow
0: me on Twitter at the Chris Geiger. I am a internet bad boy, so troll. I have a lot of good tweets about. Uh, troll. Yeah, I troll. But I, <laughs> if you like Cubs baseball and politics, uh, you'll love my Twitter feed or you'll hate <laughs> it because so, that's all it is, really. Uh, but also check out Uh We have a lot of great podcasts that you would like. They're all on the Chicago podcast co-op as well, like Your Stories and Talking Games and MBSing with Mary Beth Smith. All great. And we also have a board game called Fist Cuffs great game. This is a it. great game. Yep. I say you, it every time you're on a podcast. I appreciate that Buy physical. You can find it on Amazon.com. You can also find it on black box. You can also find it on our website. So it's cool. Very Holidays are right around the corner. Buy yourself a little card game. Yeah. 20 bucks. It's pretty cheap. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> oh, hold on. What? Anyway, tide, dude. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Pat Likes a Tweet because Facebook is for noobs. And yeah, uh, from time to time I will throw out like, hey, we're talking about this episode. Tell me what you think and I'll read those on the air. And if you give us a review on iTunes, we'll read those as well. So please, please, please hook us up. They're great. And yeah, thank you to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for being awesome. And Chris, thank you so much for coming over. Just, uh, you know, keep your heads forward and don't worry about bleeding your nose. <laughs> Is that what, it that's was? what Q says, right? Yeah, that's what Q says. Yeah. Yep.
1: Let's see what's out there. Let's see what's out there. <laughs> Peaches. How? Sauce. Peaches. How? Sauce. Peaches. How? Sauce. Peaches. How? Sauce. Peaches. How? Sauce.